0: Welcome to Bassmaster Radio, presented by Phoenix Boats, the show for fishermen by fishermen. Today's show is brought to you by Enigma Fishing. Cast, catch, repeat. Visit Anderson, South Carolina, home of beautiful Lake Hartwell. Phoenix Boats, experience the difference. And by the Bass Anglers Sportsman Society. Now here's lifetime BASS member, Tom Abraham.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Phoenix Post Bassmaster Radio. I am Tom Abraham, your guide for the next hour as we feature the Bassmaster Elite Series and those looking to get into that exclusive group through the BassPro.com Open Series and the up-and-comers on the Carhartt Bassmaster College Series presented by Bass Pro Shops and the tens of thousands of Bass Nation anglers around the country competing on the local level all with a chance to advance to the big leagues of professional fishing. The Bass Nation operates youth, high school and college programs including a Junior Bassmaster Championship, a High School National Championship, the College National Championship and the College Bracket leading to the Bassmaster Classic. The Bass Nation is at the grassroots of who we are. And for more information on how to become a member or to start a Bass Nation club, visit bassmaster.com and click on the Nation tab. The best way to communicate with the show, to post your pictures or tell us your stories or just comment on the show, is to visit our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash BASS or on Twitter at Bassmaster and use the hashtag BassRadio. You can also listen to all the shows at Bassmaster.com forward slash radio or just hit the watch button at Bassmaster.com and click on Bassmaster Radio. Well, we are getting closer and closer to resuming the 2020 Bassmaster Elite Series June 10th through the 13th at Lake Eufaula on the Alabama-Georgia border, and one of the favorites down there will be current Angler of the Year, Scott Canterbury, who got off to a good start at the St. John's River with a 6th place finish before stumbling at the Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic on Guntersville. Canterbury is an Alabama native who loves fishing only slightly more than his beloved Crimson Tide, so we'll have to ask him if he checked the football schedule when the new elite dates were announced for this fall. He's coming up a little bit later on in the show. Now, the return of the elites means the return of Rapala Fantasy Fishing as well, and so we reached out to Thomas Allen of BASS to get his take on the top fantasy picks for this tournament. But In the opening of the show, we've got a Technique of the Week segment for you with Rapala Pro Patrick Walters on the new Tokyo rig. What is this strange contraption, and how does it work? Well, I know one thing. Patrick Walters is sure sold on it. So grab a cup of coffee and jump on board as we pull this show away from the dock. This is Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Show your passion for the sport of bass fishing by becoming a BASS member today. Tom Abraham here, and one of the best moves I ever made was becoming a BASS lifetime member in 1981. Knowing that I'm a member of bass fishing's largest, most influential community is not only rewarding, but important to the future of our sport. Of course, the magazine is great, as are all the benefits. Join or renew your membership and receive a free gift pack for one year, five year, and lifetime memberships. Visit Bassmaster.com and click on Join for details. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and i too run a phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the phoenix logo on my gear i've known gary Klaus since he started the company and what he Teresa johnson and the rest of the team at phoenix boats have created is truly remarkable the highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers this isn't just a saying it's a passion at phoenix view the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today take it from me it's time to experience the phoenix difference if you haven't visited enigmafishing.com lately you are missing out on some of the greatest deals in the industry tour level rods and reels at everyday fisherman prices how well they eliminate the middleman and sell directly to you And now, in addition to tremendous rods and reels, Enigma has a full line of sunglasses and accessories and some of the coolest clothes around. Check out the new Torch bait casting reel as well. Lightning fast with an 8.1 to 1 gear ratio and pretty cool looking as well. At a price too good to believe. Visit EnigmaFishing.com today.
0: This is Bassmaster Radio. For tournament results, how-to articles and videos, or to become a member, visit Bassmaster.com. Now back to Tom Abraham.
1: Welcome back, Phoenix Boats, Bassmaster Radio, and joining us now in our uh, Technique of the Week segment, a guy who was very, very strong in his uh, rookie campaign last year, finishing, I think, third or so in the rookie of the year standings, off to a good start uh, this year down at the St. John's River. He is, of course, Rappala Pro Patrick Walters. Patrick, welcome back to the show. How are you, man?
2: Man, Tom, I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Hey, things are well. Uh, everybody's doing good. Everybody's happy and healthy. I'm looking, looking forward to getting back on the road and
1: catching some fish. Outside of tournaments, and I know you guys were shut down, Davey Hyattos. You, you guys were shut down for a while in, in South Carolina, which was really tough. But outside of tournaments, are you fish, have you been fishing more or less during the pandemic?
2: I have fished more on my home lake than I have in April than I have probably ever. Um, because we've had so much time at home. I've been fishing a good bit. We were shut down for a couple weeks there. Um, It was actually the public boat landings that were shut down. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness, I actually have a lake house on Lake Marion in Clarendon County, and uh, I was able to do a little fishing still. Yeah. So I wasn't held back too much. And it was kind of good because the water was high. The fish got a good spawn. There wasn't too many people out there beating the fish up while they were in their spawn ritual. And fishing
1: was pretty good. It's a good way to social distance on the water. I know that when I got out there, it was, uh, you know, you could stay away from everybody. Nobody, the only thing I was close to was the fish. Nobody, nobody would in six feet otherwise.
2: Absolutely. I mean, truly fishing is the perfect social distancing activity sport, whatever you want to call it, because you're around nobody. And if you're around somebody, you better tell that guy to back off because that's my brim hole. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so no. that's what we went over there, shell cracker fishing, that they just
1: kind of gang up on you. I hear you. All right, Let's do a little technique of the week with Patrick Walters. And um, let's talk about this VMC Tokyo rig, because I'm going to full disclosure here. I... Bought some in the winter, placed my order, and I got um, a good fistful of these Tokyo rigs. I've watched you guys do videos on them and, and so on, and, and it looks really intriguing. I'm a flipper. I like to get in there and uh, scrape the bottom and, and so on. But now I've had it in the box for three months, three and a half months, and I haven't pulled it out since. And I'm dying to do it, and I'm a little intimidated by it. So let's talk a little Tokyo rig. Tell us your experience with this thing.
2: Tom, don't be upset because uh, I had the Tokyo rig six months in my box before I broke it out. Tell you the truth, the biggest misconception and what scares the people away about it is probably the name or something. It's just something different. Mm. But I mean, look, at there's a Texas rig, a Carolina rig, and now we have the Tokyo rig. And when I first saw it, I was like, man, that's something different. Um, It's an extra piece. I was like, what's wrong with the Texas rig? You know, why fix what's broke? But once I started playing with it and saw how versatile the bait was, um, it truly, it's replaced a lot of things for me. I actually use it as a shaky head sometimes. I'll put like a little eighth or sixteenth ounce of weight on it, and you can just kind of shake it, and it's a way more weedless profile. I throw it a lot as a wobble head, putting a three-quarter ounce weight on it and just reeling it on the bottom with swim bait. Any bait in the world you want to put on it, you can still put on it. Anything you would put on a Texas rig, any bait you would ever put on a drop shot, any bait you would ever put on a Carolina rig, still works. It's just a different harness is all it is. Um, It's truly nothing different. However you would fish a Texas rig, put the same exact weight, same exact bait, and all it does, it helps the bait allow to fall more vertically, and it doesn't kind of glide around. Like where you have a peg Texas rig, and that's how I actually excelled with it in Florida. I was flipping, um, what's the name, it was the Kissimmee grass, but yeah. there was lily pads in the Kazumi grass, and it, you had to stay way back because the water was cleared. I mean, you're 10, 15 yards away, and you had to pitch it up there in those holes, and when you have a, an eighth-ounce te- Texas rig, a, a stick-style bait, when you throw it right in there, if it lands directly in the hole, it'll kind of glide to you or glide to the side, but a Tokyo rig, when it lands, it falls straight down, and that allows, when that bait lands, Boom, it is right there in the bed. And then you just let it sit there for a second. Think, there you go. Yeah. And there would be one there. So there's many a different ways to fish it. It's just just throwing it, truly. Just build some confidence in it, tying it on. Whatever bait you throw in a Texas ring, you just need to try it on Tokyo rig and you'll be impressed.
1: So it's got a little bit of a feel of that drop shot in there then, right? Because I, I am a power fisherman. I, I am not. I just, I can't put that thread on and run that drop shot. I know it's so effective. I get all of that. But I just, I just would rather not. But I like to Carolina rig. I like to use a little modified Carolina rig, you know, when you kind of run that weight up about just a, a foot or so and, and, you know, put two bobber stoppers on it and keep it up there and use that little kind of, I don't even know what they call it, but it's a little modified kind of Carolina rig. But this then. Then this seems like it would be even getting closer to the bottom but enough to keep that bait off the bottom and give it that much more action
2: absolutely it really helps in say tidal fishery sometimes when you have a bunch of sediment when say if it gets plus mud a little bit where a normal Texas rig kind of it'll drop down in that mud and then the bait's kind of covered up where the weight will get down in there but the bait is still a good two and a half inches above the bottom and also if you're just fishing a thing on a clean sandy bottom you're flipping a lay down a fish never really wants to eat the bait off of the bottom. Um, Fish are picky. I mean, I compare fish to women a lot of times, and they're picky eaters. I don't know why, but (laughs) the fish doesn't want to go down there and eat that thing off the bottom and just scrape it. Put a French fry on the Tokyo rig, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And when it's off the bottom a little bit, they can just get it in their mouth so much easier. They can just slurp it in, and they don't have that weight in there as well. So you're getting a better actually hookup percentage you get a your hookup ratio goes way up because he's just getting the bait the weight's not interfering and he's not having to pin that bait to the bottom to be able to get it in his mouth
1: so you can we, we've heard you talk about the swim bait so you can texas rig a not only a, a creature bait you know something that's got those appendages and Absolutely. so on and, and but also uh, have you ever tried it with a with a stick worm or with something along you know something that's got very little action to it
2: Absolutely. I actually love it. I caught, I was leading day one this year in the first Eastern Open, and I caught every single fish on a Tokyo rig with an eighth-ounce weight with a zoom stick bait. It was a lanky. Um, I love it for stick-style baits. Um, I actually love throwing it with a swim bait. It's just, it's so many different harnesses into one bait. It's a belly-weighted swim bait hook. It's a Texas rig. It's weightless. I mean, it can do so many different things because when you're actually reeling it, if you put a swim bait on there, you could put a lightweight and that drop down wire with the weight swings back. It kind of like pendulums, and it goes right under the belly and it keels the bait and it swims perfect. And you now have a weedless bait. And you know, the biggest problem with belly weighted hooks is it's got that big old piece of lead on the hook. And I feel like that interferes with the hook up ratio a lot of times, but now when that fish grabs it, Hey, that weight kicks out of the way and he's just got a normal EWG style hook, a heavy duty hook. And, Get them every time.
1: I got to tell you, I've had a lot of success this spring, though, also with the VMC belly weighted hook with the, with the, um, oh. you know, with, the, with with a little bit of flash. With the underspin, the underspin, yep, the with a little three and a half inch swim bait has been great this spring. I will say that.
2: Yeah, the, the belly weighted bladed hook is the deal. The I, actually love, I actually love the bigger versions. They have it all the way up to an 11 on And so when it comes time, to ledge season, and you're fishing brush piles and stuff, I do love that little swim hook. That is a darn good hook.
1: Now, uh, in our final minute and a half here so, two two weights versus one weight. If I would say I want to do something heavy and I'm using an ounce of weight, should I put a one ounce on there? or should I put two half-ounce on there? Why would you use one or the other?
2: That's a good question. Um, if the cover is really thick, what I'll do is I'll do two half-ounce weights to really slender the profile. And sometimes if you want more noise, yeah, you have two weights actually clacking with each other. So it's... A little more noise, but a slender profile slides in the cover a lot easier. Um, when I'm, say, if I'm fishing it out deep and I'm going to use it as, say, like a wobblehead, I'll go with more of a one weight because I want that one weight hitting everything down there for some reason. I want it just kind of bouncing off everything. Um, really, it's just something you have to kind of play with and tinker with. Um, it's trial and error what it really is. You know, it Whatever your favorite baits are right now, whatever your favorite size wobblehead is, whatever your favorite Carolina rig size is, whatever your favorite Texas rig. Replace that with a Tokyo rig. Just try it.
1: That's
2: all I'm going to tell you. You try it one time, and you'll be impressed.
1: Rapala Pro uh, Patrick Walters uh, with us in our technique of the week. Well, we'll see you at uh, Eufaula, and we'll check the deck to see if you have one of these out on the deck to Eufaula because there's so many different ways to catch them at Ufala. We might have to see that Tokyo rig broke out there.
2: (laughs) Tom, well, thank you for having me. And I can promise you, you're not going to see one Tokyo rig on deck. You'll see two or three. (laughs) Ah, Uh, I'll have one for bus files. I'll have one for shallow flipping and I'll have one for fishing as a wobblehead. It's that versatile, and I'll have one on
1: deck, I can promise you. That's good stuff. Patrick Walters with us. Patrick, I appreciate you so much. Good luck, man. We'll look forward to seeing you out there on a tour. Yes, sir. Thank you, Tom. All right. Thank you. All right. When we come back, let's do a little fantasy fishing. uh, Speaking of you, follow, we'll do that with Thomas Allen of Bass next, right here on Phoenix Boats, Bassmaster Radio, on the Bassmaster Radio Network
3: bassmaster sweepstakes prizes are crazy good and you'd be crazy not to enter yeah baby enter now to win a fishing trip with 50 at bassmaster classic champion hank Cherry. trip includes airfare rental car hotel and 500 cash plus a basscat saber ftd with mercury 150 pro xs garmin electronics and an amazing prize pack total value more than fifty thousand dollars there's a 100 chance you won't win if you don't enter go to bassmaster.com and up the odds in your favor it's fast and
4: easy and who knows you could win From dawn to midday to dusk, the sun's rays dance across the water and the sparkling light beckons. The abundant shorelines invite you to play, or sail, or simply behold. This is where champions fish and families gather to unwind. It's Lake Hartwell, and Anderson is the gateway to its wonders. Walk on a pier, float all day, and restore your soul in this beautiful oasis. Visit Anderson, South Carolina's bright spot. Discover more at visitanderson.com and visit lakehartwell.com.
1: Show your passion for the sport of bass fishing by becoming a BASS member today. Tom Abraham here, and one of the best moves I ever made was becoming a BASS lifetime member in 1981. Knowing that I'm a member of bass fishing's largest, most influential community is not only rewarding, but important to the future of our sport. Of course, the magazine is great, as are all the benefits. Join or renew your membership and receive a free gift pack for one year, five year, and lifetime memberships. Visit Bassmaster.com and click on Join for details.
0: This is Bassmaster Radio. Watch Bassmaster live at Bassmaster.com and on ESPN3 during every Elite Series event. Now back to Tom Abraham and welcome back phoenix boats bassmaster radio and finally
1: finally for the first time in months we get to talk about rapala's fantasy fishing bassmaster fantasy fishing again and we haven't been able to do that obviously in quite a while because there haven't been tournaments we had two tournaments and uh, and then that was it and joining us now to talk about it the guy i like to call him kind of the guru of the whole rapala bassmaster fantasy fishing he is thomas allen from bass thomas welcome back to the show how are you
5: i'm great tom man it is good to have this oh. conversation again it's funny the the little things you miss when you're stuck in your house watching your kids do e-learning and typing away at your computer on the couch but i'm ready
1: yeah well let, let's let's reset for the listeners that you know what rappel coming on board as the sponsor of uh, bassmasters fantasy fishing um the changes that took place the great prize packages each and every uh-huh. week over four thousand dollars forty five hundred dollars if uh, uh in, in cash and prizes if you're a member of, of bass and uh so many prizes in every event all the way down through. And so it's really exciting this year how much stuff that there is uh, available for, for folks to win.
5: And and guess what? If you didn't sign up for Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing before the first event or before the Classic, you can still uh, win mm-hmm. the event and collect a fantastic prize pack from Rapala. Uh, and Bass Pro Shop gift card. So, there, you know, you don't have to, you can be late to the show and still uh, cash out. So even though we've had this downtime, I want to remind everybody that whether you're already a, a member of Bass and you're already playing fantasy fishing, you can also just start to play whenever you'd like and, and uh, do well. We pay out to 20 places per event Um, And if you want to check out the breakdown, you can visit BassMasterFantasy.com to get all that. But it is a for real increase in the value. Um, And and look, you know, we've talked about this before, Tom. This is not a, you know, throw a bunch of jello against the wall and see what sticks. There is science. There is history. uh, There is strategy. And it seems like in the top, we'll say the top 50 in points every year contain usually a lot of familiar faces. So there, there's definitely a technique to this.
1: Yeah, though there's a lot of, uh, of uh, thought that goes into setting up your team. There's no doubt about it. And also we should say one of the fun things to do is groups. Get in groups, meet groups, get groups together and go down through and look at the groups because there are a lot of groups that are offering more prizes on top of the prizes yeah. you can win. That's right. In- including our Bassmaster Radio group, uh, which which we give away a rod and reel from uh, Enigma Fishing to uh, the number one guy in our, our uh, uh, list that every, every uh, tournament, and everybody who finishes ahead of me, which in the first two events was like everybody in the group almost, they they are all entered in a drawing for more Rappala prizes and also prizes from our other sponsors, Phoenix and Visit Anderson and, and so on, Missile Bates. So uh, it's, uh, it's really uh, tremendous. So get in those groups, too. Those are kind of fun. I'm in and, several of them. And, Tom, it's free. Free. Everything's free. Everything's free. That's
5: right. It's yeah. free. Yeah. yeah. It is. It, that's the best part about it. And the more groups that you're a part of, the better you do. Uh, I mean, you could potentially win, event, win an event, and UPS is going to visit your house for three times a day for a week straight with a truckload of new gear. So you really can uh, make out like a bandit on this. And, again, it's free. But, look, I'm happy that we're done with this the quarantine and stay at home crap. I'm ready to get on the road. You follow his first up, and it's going to be good.
1: It is going to be good. And it's obviously going to be totally different than it would have been in the early spring. It's going to be a post-spawn kind of deal. So let's kind of talk about uh, some of the guys that we want to jump on here. And, and do you think, first and foremost, there's about as many guys from uh, Alabama as there is anywhere, anyplace else on this uh, circuit. Do you think the Alabama gang has a distinct advantage in this deal?
5: Yes and no. Uh, I, in fact, I, I have one Alabama resident on my team, and it's Gerald Swindle, and the reason I put him there, and he's in Bucket C, um, is there. it's arguably he's the greatest junk fisherman there is, and because we're kind of in that funky phase between uh, post spawn and the summer pattern, there's going to be fish on the ledges, there's going to be fish up shallow, there's going to be top water, there's going to be crankbait, jig, big worms, you name it, uh, and there are docks, uh, and, and if the weather holds and the, the water... Uh, levels stabilize or stay stable um it's a junk fisherman's dream so i i have gerald on my list but i think that i think there's an advantage to having fish here but here's the thing tom like we haven't had a big tour level event on this lake for years and it's kind of fallen off the radar from a lot of people i don't know why uh, but we're it's going to be a new event for us, and I think that we're going to see some. I believe we might see a bag or two over thirty pounds.
1: Yeah, it went quiet for a while there. The grass went out of the lake, and it kind of uh, it just it went through a kind of a cycle. But it is uh, it is hot now. But it will be interesting to see, uh, especially based on how hot it will be uh, June tenth, and 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 I don't think it'll be too too bad necessarily. Um, off the beaten path guy in Group Eight. I kind of like that Jamie Harbin. He's a very versatile guy. He 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 does yeah. really well in the grass. Only got one point two percent. Or 1.5% of the picks, you got to kind of have a flyer on your team. And in that bucket, A, you know, he might be one.
5: Well, he won Gunnersville last year in June. And, right. and while you follow several hours south and it's muddy, uh, really the lake lays out very similar to the way Gunnersville does. So it, he's a good pick. I went with John Cruz. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I went with him, A, he's not too highly owned. I think he's the third highest, second highest in this bucket. Uh, but I went with him because I believe that there is a certain element of, of your due to win one, and we would all agree John Cruz is due to win one. So, yeah. uh, And it's it up to his skill level, so there's a lot of sleepers in here. I mean, we could go through this list, but one thing I'll point out about all of the buckets right now, remember that they only have one elite event beneath them, and the classic doesn't factor into where they're positioned. Okay, The classic, while those points apply to your season total of the fantasy fishing player, they're not applied to the points and where these guys are positioned. So there's one event that's factoring where they're positioned. And Bucket E, for example, has Chris Daldane in it. Granted, we like to talk about jumping over people, earning points, and climbing the standings in the fantasy fishing rankings. That he, he, he's 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 the highest owned angler, at forty-six plus percent in that bucket. And frankly, uh, there's a lot of good sticks in there that are going to do well, but I can about guarantee Chris Aldane is going to climb out of that hole. And you want to be on that train when train leaves the station.
1: See, I get caught up. I, I have to take Gary Klaus. I have to take like my sponsor in each bucket. I, I tend to have one sponsor. It seems like in each bucket. So I got to take John Cruz. I got to take Gary Klaus. I got to take Jesse Teicherant. <laughs> I just I, I have to do it. I, f- I feel compelled. And we got Scott Canterbury coming up in the next segment. So I, I you know, maybe maybe Canterbury is a is a good pick there uh, as well. But that that's where you make hay it seems like sometimes in that bucket D and bucket E.
5: Well, let me give you my number one sleeper on this event. Uh, coming, He's in bucket B, coming in at 1.6% own, Drew Benton.
1: That's surprising that he is so so low in terms of, uh, I mean, you know, that's kind of his kind of water that's not too far from Panama City where he's from, and he, I'm he surprised he doesn't He's on
5: Seminole, Yeah, and that's the next, next lake down, down. from Ufaula. Many people maybe don't know that along the Chattahoochee River. So I, I got to say, I think, if I had to pick a winner, uh, I would go with Drew Benton to win the whole thing. And I also have Mark Menendez, Chris Aldane. Uh, Mark to be a sleeper, too. Uh, I'm telling you, this, this lake also fishes similarly to Kentucky Lake. So I, I guess you can look at history. You can look at skill sets and experience. Uh, Mark has plenty of experience on Eufaula. He knows the lake, and uh, I, it's, it's going to play. So I think there's a lot of guys that you can select here. With it being early in the season, you can take some risks. Uh, look at some of those lower-owned anglers and and plug them into your lineup, and it's going to pay out. So this is the time to. I think this is this lake is the wild card of the season. I believe you'll see probably the largest, heaviest largemouth sacks of the year out of this lake so it's going to be a slammer and i'm excited to get going
1: you know steve kennedy is worth a look um yeah from up the road in auburn and he that's his kind of fishery as well and and, and it seems like in big fish events he shows up i know it's been a little bit of a rough go for him for the last uh, couple of seasons but um you know he i kind it. of like steve he <laughs> is due and if he's going to do it you think he might do it not too far from the house
5: well it's john cox and uh Matt Heron. Matt has a lot of experience on, on, on Ufala, and it's his style of fishing. You know, a guy could flip his way to victory at this tournament, no doubt, with guys casting big cranks on the ledges or running scum frogs, you know, in the moss. So there, there's a lot of opportunities here. Uh, Brandon Lester, Micah Frazier from Georgia. Like, you could go through these lists and see guys that could do well, but I'm, I'm swinging for the fence on this one because I believe it's early enough to take some risks, and I'll probably narrow down, um, you know, once we get into the New York swing.
1: Well, and that's the, that's the thing, too, here. A, a lot of times, you know, you get to um, Waddington up on the St. Lawrence River, and there's kind of pretty much everybody's doing a very similar type thing. One thing about this right. tournament, I think, is that uh, is what you said, there's going to be guys catching them on the bank still. There's going to be grass fish. There's going to be ledge fish. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that I could. you could say specifically everybody's going to be doing that kind of fishing, so get a ledge fisherman. I don't know that that's the way you can go with this deal. It,
5: it, toss-up but i do know that i i think regardless of where the bulk of the fish or the winning fish are caught uh, i think it's going to take over 20 pounds a day to win um and and let's mention this too tom new to the points this year bonus points if you guess the uh winning weight for the tournament and that's under so if you look on your your uh, team page or your roster page directly beneath the anglers you've selected is what we call the tiebreaker and you, uh, for this tournament, I've selected 92 pounds, wow. six ounces. That's wow. what I think the winning weight will be. If you guess that correctly in your fantasy lineup, it's 40 bonus points.
1: Oh, really? Okay. I did not know yep. that, that they uh, a little out of that. 92 pound tournament, huh? You think it's going that high? All right. Well, it's good. It's it could. Yeah.
5: Hey, let's not forget about Rick Klund.
1: Yeah, and he's getting some love. Now, some people say name value, and, and some people will pick based on just strictly name value, but Rick Klun would be a good look uh, here at that at, at the steal. And, and of course, our classic champ, uh, Hank Cherry, coming off of that win. That's right. You know, you, you can't ignore Hank Cherry, and he's over in D. A lot of people say, wait a minute, he just won the classic. Why is he in D? It doesn't work that way necessarily.
5: That's right, and as we talked about earlier, the way that these buckets are organized right now at this moment uh, are strictly AOI-based, and, mm-hmm. and you'll notice – Hankson, Bucket D, uh, Chris Zaldane Bucket E. They didn't have a super great St. John's event, and that's the only tournament that we've had, the only Bassmaster Elite Series event we've had of the year that has factored into the AOI points. Obviously, the classic, there are no points on the line. Um, For the anglers, there are for the fantasy players. Mm -hmm. So let's specify that. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, What you see now is going to change dramatically by the end of the season.
1: Thomas Allen has been our guest from Bassmaster. We're talking uh, Bassmaster fantasy fishing. Just go to bassmaster.com and click on fantasy and get into Rapala's Bassmaster fantasy fishing. It is a lot of fun and a great way to follow the tournaments. Thomas, good to be back talking tournaments, and yes, uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, somewhere out there on the on the tour, in not too distant future.
5: I can't wait. Looking forward to getting the boat wet. Let's get this thing rolling again. I hear you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: All right, coming up next, Scott Canterbury will join us. He is the reigning angler of the year. He's next right here on Phoenix Boats, Bassmaster Radio, on the Bassmaster Radio Network. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing, from the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives, and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham, and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today take it from me it's time to experience the phoenix difference
4: From dawn to midday to dusk, the sun's rays dance across the water and the sparkling light beckons. The abundant shorelines invite you to play or sail or simply behold. This is where champions fish and families gather to unwind. It's Lake Hartwell and Anderson is the gateway to its wonders. Walk on a pier, float all day, and restore your soul in this beautiful oasis. Visit Anderson, South Carolina's bright spot. Discover more at visitanderson.com and visit lakehartwell.com.
0: welcome back to bassmaster radio presented by phoenix boats now here's your host tom abraham
1: man welcome back phoenix boats bassmaster radio and joining us now a guy who joined the elite series last year and all he did was go out and win the angler of the year title he is skeeter yamaha pro scott canterbury and he joins us now scott welcome back to the show how are you man
6: i'm doing great tom how you doing bud i appreciate
1: it i am fantastic and you know you're known for some epic watch parties for Alabama football. You and your wife hosting those uh, backyard barbecues and kind of do that uh, tailgating thing right there at the at the crib. Are, are you excited as we get closer and closer to the possibility that it looks like we will have college football <laughs> this fall? <laughs> your parties may I go am. to another level, you know what I mean? I, People not going I to the am. games. We, yeah.
6: No, we're excited about it. We got our season tickets uh, ordered a couple, I don't know, probably four weeks ago we got our season tickets ordered, but uh, I tell you, I enjoy, like you said, I enjoy enjoy the ones that when we're at the house more than I do going to the game a lot of times.
1: I was going to say, will you? would you feel comfortable going to the game? I mean, would it, would it bother you to go oh, to the yeah. game? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
6: No, I mean, and I, you know, I mean, if you're sick, I think you should stay home. Yeah. But uh, you, we can't stop living, you know. We just got to sort of do things the right way. So it's been good so far. Uh, you know, I live in St. Clair County. We're a little bit out, and uh, it's been, we haven't had that many cases around us. Yeah. And I've been out fishing a lot, you know. I've just been social distancing myself out on the water. We're out fishing a little, a little tournament today on the Coosa since it's a, you know, Saturday morning. We're out fishing now.
1: Yeah, you know, and at and where you live, the part of Alabama you live is pretty much social distance. I mean, you guys couldn't get any farther away from each other, probably <laughs> down
6: there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty good. We're, uh, we're out, we enjoy it. Um, and like you said, I mean, I'm ready for some football. I just, it's, it'll be a. It'll be a true mess if we don't get to watch football in the South. I was excited to see at least they started some NASCAR up. I know all of my friends and yeah. everybody's super excited about the, you know, Bassmasters getting rolling next month, and I'm excited about that too.
1: Yeah, and we'll get to that in a moment. Of course, you know, we're getting it started at Eufaula, not too, too far from the house there for you, and we'll talk about that uh, in a minute as well. But the one thing about about fall is, and of course the new schedule is that you know there are a couple of three four tournaments that are going to be uh, coming up this fall and how quickly did you when you got the dates when you <laughs> when you saw that okay let's see October eighth through eleventh at Santy Cooper how quick did you go to the college football schedule and see what games that was going to affect you uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Yeah,
7: man. I
6: haven't done it. I'm sure my wife has, but they get you know her and my daughter Taylor. They really enjoy going to the games and uh you know, i like to go to a couple of them but they'll get to go to some games when we're fishing this year for sure uh but i'm excited about the the fishing in the fall i mean i'm yeah. more excited about that than anything because you know it's been a long time since there's been professional fishing in the fall yeah and it's, it's actually my favorite time of the year one of my favorite times of the year to fish i just enjoy that time of year it's not all just out structure fishing and graphing and all day just graphing looking for schools of fish it's actually trying to fish and cover water to find fish and it's a little bit different and i i really enjoy fishing in the fall i'm excited about that
1: well you will be running that graph a little bit i would imagine at santi cooper or at uh Eufaula, i should say uh when you get started back uh, in a couple of weeks over there i would think that that's something where obviously way different than it would have been if it was fished in the spring. Those fish are going to be out, I would imagine, in deep water, although you follow from what I understand, you know, there, there's fish shallow in the grass all the time.
6: There's fish shallow year-round, you know. I mean, it's a uh, it's a great fishery. It, when I was growing up, it was actually, you know, famous, one of the best in the whole country. And then it went through a spell where it wasn't as good. I actually want to watch a Toyota Series now, a Costa Series uh, with FLW there, mm-hmm. running like Running through, leaving Alabama, going through Georgia and into Florida. I mean, or going through Florida and into Georgia, all the way up the Flint River, on Lake Seminole, going through two locks. I mean, I was running over three hours one way and won a tournament leaving ufala But you can't do that anymore. follow made a big comeback, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah, but you're you're definitely right. If we would have been there in the spring the lakes would have been phenomenal i mean it would have been just a fun fishery you would have been able to catch them doing just about anything you wanted to do and i mean it's loaded with brush piles you could have caught them in brush then you could catch them on the bank probably would have caught a bunch off the bed it would have been an exciting event but now we're going to be there a little later there's still going to be some fish on the bank and uh definitely be some out, too. I mean, that's, you know, we're there in June. It hasn't got hot down here in the south yet, but it's going to be before June gets here and those fish will start moving out
1: for sure. Yeah, June 10th through the 13th at like uh, Do you feel like um, it could be a little bit of a hero or zero type of tournament that people are going to find schools out there off the bank or off on the ledge and, and then other people could uh, just absolutely strike out trying to find them? You know,
6: there's so many, I mean, there's a lot of fish in that lake, but yeah, that, it can definitely, you know, hurt a lot of people in points i mean you can catch 10 or 12 pounds there and and if the fishing's good i mean you catch 10 or 12 pounds and you'd be in 50th place or so
7: yeah if
6: the fishing is good i don't know what it's going to be like yet but uh you know i mean i know that they had an abt there um last year in june and like 19th place was i mean you would be lucky to get I think 19th place had about 19 pounds in that tournament. I mean, they, they really, really showed out. So, uh, you know, it's exciting to be going to a lake with that kind of potential for sure.
1: And I know they got a deal there uh, just before you guys start your practice. And uh, if if for nothing, the bad part of that is that is that they're going to kind of beat the lake up a little bit, a lot of pressure on the lake for that tournament. But the flip side of it is is that you, you'll have a, a pretty recent uh, record to look at, I guess, as, uh, you know, you guys don't get any other information, but certainly you can glean information from tournaments yourself, and you'll have an idea as to how they caught them in that deal, I would think.
6: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a Toyota Series there, the first of June, and it's going to be phenomenal. You know, the fish are, should be really just starting to move out into May, first of June, and and there'll be new fish coming. But those guys are going to crack them, and I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure excited about the opportunity to get down there, and I hope that. Uh, can find a couple of those big ones. That, that place is known for catching really big fish. Uphol is, like I said, it's it's come back and again it's one of the best in the country. Again, it's been showing out for the last couple of years. I know I didn't hear that many huge weights this year, but there wasn't that many big tournaments last year in the spring. I sort of went, down, I went down there a couple of times, and uh, and I know that it was taking, There was like five weeks in a row that it took in the low thirties. To win a one day team tournament down there. So, I mean, you can just imagine what kind of fish, what kind of potential
1: there is. Yeah. 2019 Angler of the Year, Reigning Angler of the Year, Scott Canterbury with us. You kind of picked up where you left off. Last year, you were very consistent, did not win a tournament, but you did have, uh, you know, a lot of top 10 finishes, and you picked up right there uh, at the St. John's River with a sixth place finish uh, to get things going in the, in the points deal. Now, you went to the classic. A lot of people, including me, had you on my fantasy team uh, at Gunnersville, think. That, well, this is this is you know in his backyard. It did not go the way you wanted, though. Certainly at Gunnersville. But the saving grace there is is that it wasn't a points deal, and and you sit right there in sixth after the St. Johns.
6: It wasn't a points deal, and I I took a lot of big gambles the second day. I actually I mean I never did figure a whole lot out, but I caught a couple of big fish during practice, and I took some gambles that second day trying to make a comeback because you know I mean you got to go for it, and I wasn't on the fish like Hank Cherry was, the consistent fish, but I did catch a couple of big ones during practice, and, and it didn't go nowhere near as planned. It was one of those tournaments that, you know, you, you look at and just wonder how you did so bad, and I did. I I don't know. I, I don't know what I did during practice that didn't get on the deal, but uh, I know the lake, and I, I've had some tough ones there that time of year. It's just a matter of getting on the right school or two, and I didn't find them, so. I'm ready to get the season going again, though. And like you said, St. Johns was a good start to the year, and I was worried about that, but uh, we got off to a good start. And then we had, you know, COVID nineteen interrupted yeah. everything, and we're in a we're we've been in on delay for a couple of months. So I've been on the water a lot. I hadn't. I've been trying to stay sharp, and uh, I'm excited for the opportunity to get back at it. And like you said, to finish this season off strong.
1: And it impacts so many other things. It's not just the tournaments that you haven't been able to fish. I mean, a lot of the things that you would do with your sponsors, the appearances and that type of stuff, maybe taking sponsor uh, reps out on the water and doing those uh, types of things that you guys do as well. Of course, ICAST is canceled for this year. So, you know, it's a lot more than just tournaments because, you know, being a professional angler, it's a lot of stuff that you guys do to make a living.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's a, it's a lot more than just tournaments. Like you said, it is. With ICAST being canceled, it's the travel difficulties that everybody's had. And, and, you know, if you get around that big crowd of people, I know that there was a lot of sickness. A lot of guys that fished the Classic got sick the week after. And that was right before, really, people were testing for the uh, right. COVID-19. And I think a lot of people probably got it then. And, uh, you know, I mean, it doesn't affect everybody the same. It's a super, super... uh, deadly virus and it and it really gets the elderly and people that's got pre-existing conditions but guys that are in really good shape really good conditioning you know sort of get over it like a flu or something so uh I think several people probably called it then, and if we'd got around that big crowd again, like at ICAST, no telling what would happen.
1: Yeah, it was it was amazing. I, I probably shook hands with 400 people at the at the uh, uh, Expo, and uh, you know it was 130,000 people that came out for that, and it was right at the beginning when we were just starting to get information, and it was one of the last major events uh, that happened before the country got shut down. By the way, before we get off of that, too, you mentioned Hank Cherry. Isn't it amazing about that lake? Everybody and their brother fishes that spot where Hank Cherry caught all those fish from and it's like it's like the whole lake's a community hole but that's especially along that bridge that riprap a community hole does and it was just fascinating that he was able to catch the fish that he caught there in a place that you would i don't know how that reloads over and over and over again he was right near where randy it, Howell won it in 2014
6: it, it yeah and it does i mean it reloads i spent probably three hours on that rip causeway one day of practice and hit it again for probably an hour another day and never caught a fish So. <laughs> It was a timing deal for sure, or a bait. I never threw a jerk bait like he was doing. I didn't, you know, didn't get that dialed in. But, uh, if, you know, if you catch one or two, just, if you caught two good ones in an hour, you know, you're liable to spend four hours there. He spent three hours there the last day or something and didn't have a fish. So, But he knew they were there and had the confidence to do it. It was a timing deal and and it worked out more, you know, more, I mean, congrats to him. He had a great tournament, a great show. I mean, a life-changing event to him and, uh. Well deserved.
1: After you fall uh, and a short break, you head up to spend basically the entire month of July in New York, uh, Cayuga Lake, where you were 11th last year. The St. Lawrence, I think you were top 10, maybe six, something like that last year. Third
6: at St. Lawrence. Third,
1: third at the St. Lawrence. Yeah. Lawrence, and then Lake Champlain. Um, you know, a lot of people think a Southern boy like you that could be a problem of hitching your giddy up, but man, you you fish well up there.
6: I I have had. A lot of good success up north you know the first couple of years that i went professionally fishing uh it really hurt me and it took me a while to get it dialed in but but i've had some success up north and uh hopefully can keep it going you don't never know i mean you can heck it's just like uh i mean cayuga or st lawrence either one you get on a pretty good school of fish and catch 16 pounds and you're in the back back quarter of the pack and you can't be happy up there you got to be going for over 20 every time you're out on the water so uh I've had some good success and uh, really enjoy fishing up north. I enjoyed in the summertime, especially because of the weather. Yeah, and uh, you know the crowds are phenomenal and they love it. They love us coming up there. I'm excited to get back. That was my first trip ever to the St. Lawrence and the Cayuga, and to get to make two good finishes really got me excited and wanting to be back. Uh, you know, I've I fished uh, Champlain a lot. It's just been a while, so really excited this year to get back up to that one too i mean i haven't been there in a while i'm looking forward to it as well
1: well good luck with your tournament uh today as folks are listening to this i'm also fishing a tournament today on old hickory lake as folks are listening to this so uh we'll compare records afterwards and see how we did in that deal but uh scott canterbury has been our guest and uh, scott look uh looking forward to seeing you down at your and we get this thing going again
6: hey i'm excited about it and look you know I'm sure that all the fans are just as excited as all my buddies are to get the season back going, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be on with you anytime. I'm always available.
1: All right, thank you. That's Scott Canterbury uh, joining us there. All right, we'll get a break in, and we'll come back and wrap it up right after this. It's Phoenix Boats, Bassmaster Radio, and the Bassmaster Radio Network. (laughs)
3: Bassmaster sweepstakes prizes are crazy good, and you'd be crazy not to enter. Yeah, baby! Enter now to win a fishing trip with 50 at Bassmaster Classic Champion Hank Cherry. Trip includes airfare, rental car, hotel, and $500 cash, plus a Basscat Sabre FTD with Mercury 150 Pro XS Garmin Electronics and an amazing prize pack. Total value more than $50,000. There's a 100% chance you won't win if you don't enter. Go to Bassmaster.com and up the odds in your favor. It's fast and easy, and who knows? You could win.
0: If you haven't
1: visited EnigmaFishing.com lately, you are missing out on some of the greatest deals in the industry. Tour-level rods and reels at everyday fisherman prices. How? Well, they eliminate the middleman and sell directly to you. And now, in addition to tremendous rods and reels, Enigma has a full line of sunglasses and accessories and some of the coolest clothes around. Check out the new Torch baitcasting reel as well. Lightning fast with an 8.1 to 1 gear ratio and pretty cool looking as well at a price too good to believe. Visit EnigmaFishing.com today. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham, and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company, and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats, built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference.
0: This is Bassmaster Radio. The fish are in the live well, and we're heading for the dock. Now, back to Tom Abraham. Final segment of Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio and as we idle
1: this show back to the dock let's take a look at some news and notes from around the pond the 2020 BassPro.com opens season is set to resume visit Bassmaster.com forward slash opens for all the info that you need to get registered for this series it's the highest level a co-angler can fish and it's a tremendous way to hone your skills learn from the pros and maybe even make a few bucks as you compete against other co-anglers this year's pro field is better than ever so grab a co-angler spot now and just this past week it was announced that due to the incredibly high interest in the open series the championship round of the opens will be broadcast on Bassmaster Live this season how exciting is that? While you're at Bassmaster.com, click on Sweepstakes for your opportunity to fish with Bassmaster Classic champ Hank Cherry. The winner will get round-trip domestic airfare, two nights hotel stay, a rental car, and $500 spending cash. But wait, there's more. How about a brand-new Basscat Sabre FTD with a Mercury 150 and Garmin Electronics, plus a pile of goodies from Hank's sponsors. Total value of the package is over $52,000. And don't forget to sign up for Rappala Fantasy Fishing at Bassmaster.com. Each week's winner will win $4,000 in cash and prizes, $4,500 if you're a member of BASS. And this year, over 190 places will win prizes each event, and a grand prize is over $20,000 in cash and prizes. Just go to Bassmaster.com and click on Fantasy for rules and to get in today. And while you're at it, join our Bassmaster Radio group where each event's winners will win a rod and reel combo from Enigma, and everybody that finishes ahead of me is entered in a drawing for a prize package from VisitAnderson.com, Rapala, Missile Base, and Phoenix Boats. Just search Bassmaster Radio under the Groups tab. Now let's take a look at the upcoming tournament schedule. The Bassmaster Elite schedule picks up at Lake Eufaula June 10th through the 13th. The BassPro.com Bassmaster Central Open at the Arkansas River is June 18th through the 20th. TNT Fireworks Bass Nation Northeast Regional is at Lake Erie June 24th through the 26th. And then the Bassmaster Elite at Cayuga Lake is July 14th through the 17th, followed by the Site 1 Bassmaster Elite at the st lawrence river july 23rd through the 26th and the bassmaster elite at lake champlain july 30th through august 2nd as the elites go back to back to back well that's going to do it for this week's edition of phoenix boats bassmaster radio and until next time keep those lines tight and nets heavy i'm tom abraham and this has been phoenix boats bassmaster radio on the bassmaster
7: radio network